You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Calafato. Hey everybody, it's December 26, the day after Christmas, and that means this is the last 7-Minute Story episode of 2019. How crazy is that? I think about it, it hasn't even been totally a year yet but how far we've come. And the fact is that there's not just like two people listening. I mean, I would be ecstatic if there was two people listening. The fact that there are tens of thousands of listeners and that you give your time every week, at least seven minutes at a time, and we have this exchange together. And this is my form. You know, this is the way I express myself through story. And it's what I know. And it's the only thing I can think of to gift to the world and the fact that you glean some value from this and we connect every week, that connection, that's my why. You know, that's the reason why I do this thing. That authentic connection. It really is sacred. It's a sacred space and there's not a lot of sacred spaces out there. And there's not a lot of sacred spaces in this digital landscape that aren't riddled with advertising or don't have gotcha moments that aren't clickbait that aren't you know so commercial that they're dumbed down, when you can find spaces like this between you and another artist and it's just about this sort of connection, that's what it's all about. And so you are my other half in that way. This is an artistic relationship. And to think that it's gonna grow, I mean, thinking of where we've come from now with tens of thousands of listeners, I can't imagine what 2020 has to offer. And then the year after that, to see how far and why this is going to grow and how, uh, how that's all going to turn out is just, it's overwhelming and I'm incredibly humbled. I want to thank my beautiful team. So my beautiful fiance, Corey, who coordinates the podcast, she's the heartbeat. She puts up with my stuff as a creative, my crap. She's a saint. They should name a holiday after her. Corey, I love you more than life. Thank you. Um, I want to thank my, my dear lifelong friend, Ken and producer, he produces Seven Minute Stories. Ken Went, you're the man. You've been with me through the beginning of this, and I can't wait to go into 2020 with you as my teammate. Pete Whitehead, an amazing friend and an incredible artist. You're a resident artist, and you've brought these stories to life with your incredible illustrations. So thank you for that, and thanks for being part of this team as well. Also, my family, they're amazing. My three kids. Um, everything. So is there, I don't know why it sounds like I'm giving an award speech, but it does. It is a reward. Getting to talk to you every week is an award. Is an award. It really is. And and I'm feeling nostalgic. And you know, I'm going into a new year, and I can't wait to share more stories with you. But I'm just taking this moment, okay, to tell you how much I love you, and how much I love the people around me, and how grateful I am to do what I do and do what I love. That is an utter privilege to do it. It really is. Uh, I want to thank my partners, uh, Evergreen Podcast in Lakewood, Ohio. Uh, we've we've built this together as well. You've helped facilitate this, and you have been incredible partners in this. So Evergreen Podcast, um, going to tell you more about them in 2020 as well and, and going to do some different partnerships with some of the other podcasts in that group. They're doing beautiful things out there. So, um, okay, real quick. So let's get to the episode. I figured poetically what I would do for the last episode of the year would be to re-air, if that's what they're going to say, we're going to re-air it because it's the radio. No, but I'm going to re-share episode one 
of seven minute stories. So sorry for those who have heard it, but I got to be honest, I know a lot of you who are newer listeners, even if you've, you know, gotten in halfway through the the podcast or not everyone's heard that first episode. In fact, not not everyone has heard the first 10 or 15 because it was so new. We only had a really core group of listeners. So I figured to put a button on 2019, I would share episode one of seven minute stories. It's called The Cruise. It's a very funny story. It was the first story that came to mind and I just so happened to record it and it was within seven minutes and I was off and running. So enjoy the cruise. Thank you so much for listening to 7-Minute Stories. You can find us at 7minutestoriespod.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Do all that kind of stuff. And also, here's a great gift for Christmas and the holidays. Keep doing what you're doing and tell your friends about it. Tell your friends to subscribe. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Share it on social media. That stuff is the greatest gift you can give because that's the thing that's grown this podcast to begin with. So thank you for that. And we'll see you in 2020. My mother was determined to take us on this vacation, this cruise vacation, this carnival cruise vacation. And we'd never been on a cruise. I've only been on a boat a couple of times on the lake or in, in, in a bay. But I'd never been on this this giant cruise. And I wasn't crazy about it to, to begin with. One, because you have to fly to get there. And I hate flying. I, I'm completely petrified of flying. And, and when I do, I have to do it begrudgingly. And when I do... I have to be drugged or tranquilized or whatever just to get there. So the flight there, luckily it was smoothly and we had to fly to Tampa. And as I was saying, my mom, I think really just wanted a nice thing for us because growing up, we grew up working class, working poor, and we didn't have a lot of vacations. And the vacations that we did take is what I qualify as like a working class vacation. And so this was her thing. And it was my last year in college and it was the summertime and it seemed like a great time to do it. So now we're getting off the plane in Tampa and you have to get off the plane and then you have to go across all these bridges and do all these things to then get to the dock where this giant boat is. And one thing I notice is I'm looking around and there are these, what I call cruise people, like cruise people who are like in this cult of cruise lines. And I know that they're cruise people because they know what they're doing. Like no one, this wasn't anyone's really, it didn't seem like their first time they had all the gear on correctly they all knew where they were going. They seemed very confident. They had all the proper paperwork that they needed. No one was confused. And it was like, it's kind of like being at a Trekkie convention. If you've never seen an episode of Star Trek, you're like, I really respect this, but it's a little strange. And so I just followed this pack as we went on this bridge to the pier. And then next thing you know, we're loading on to this cruise ship. And I said to myself, you know, don't, you know, this isn't going to be your favorite thing. You're not a big guy of being trapped, whether it's in a plane, in a tube, above a cloud or being trapped in this larger tube on a boat in the middle of the ocean with a ton of people exchanging lots of, um, you know, contagions and things like that. But you know what? Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself and try to relax. And so for the first day I did. For the first day it was fantastic because we were close to shore and the water wasn't as rough. And so I was, li I, I thought I had, you know, I'd come to some sort of a, an epiphany. I was like, you know what, man, you, you're going to go on cruises all the time. This is your thing. So I'm running on the track at the top of the ship like you see in the commercials. I'm swimming in the pool in a body of water while I'm floating on a body of water. I'm enjoying the buffet and the weird, you know, music that they have to offer. But by the second day, I'm overhearing this conversation with someone else during dinner. 
and it's my brother, my mom, and I, and her best friend, and a co- and their kids, and we're sitting at dinner, and I'm listening to this conversation about someone talking about Hurricane Katrina, which had already passed, but what I didn't realize, it wasn't that long ago, and I'm starting to realize now that the ocean is really rough, because even though it's been a week, the ocean just just doesn't go back to normal. It's still fucking choppy and the waves are crazy. So now this realization sets in that we're going out into this abyss of post-hurricane Katrina ocean. No wonder the tickets were so inexpensive. And at that very moment, I look at my brother because of the movement on the boat and he starts getting white in his face. I know he's going to be sick. So I help get him up and we're walking down this shifting hallway of this giant vessel down to our cabin. And as we're passing people, I'm noticing, one, nobody else is sick, and everyone else has these patches on their neck or their arms. Didn't know what those were. Found out that that was called Dramamine, and that prevents you from getting nauseous. So we're walking down this this shifting hallway. My brother is projectile vomiting all over the walls. It's making me sick. We get to our little cabin. I start projectile vomiting and the cabin's this like dark room or at the bottom of the boat. You can't see anything. It's just the circle window that you look out and it's ocean, just darkness. And for 24 hours, my brother and I are projectile vomiting all over the place, literally on our deathbed. We don't even wait. We don't even go to sleep. But my mom comes to our cabin in the morning and is so determined to go on this excursion to Cozumel. So she pulls us from our rooms and encourages us to do it. And my brother and I are thinking, you know what, let's do this, because at least if we can get to land, we can at least feel some relief. So we get on this smaller boat with about 50 people. The boat starts taking off. And it's even worse. We're going up and down on these waves, which are like roller coaster waves up and down like at Cedar Point. And now I'm projectile vomiting, my brother's projectile vomiting, and I swear to God, the entire boat, everyone on the boat, all the tourists, they're vomiting. Everyone's got brown bags. The lady who's passing it out is laughing for some reason, and we're slowly getting close to shore on these choppy waves. The only person not sick is my mother because she's like a German tank. We finally dock and, I, and I'm crawling, and I swear my brother and I are crawling off the boat onto the dock and onto the pier, and we're, and we're feeling the sunshine on our face, and we're so happy to touch land. And we stand up, and I'm almost blinded because my vision's so blurry, and I bump into this object, which ends up being this man, this native guy with a Mayan god hawk costume on his wings outstretched. And I swear to God, I thought I'd die. And I go, this is it. You're carrying me into the the, the hereafter. And he helps lift my brother and I up. And we turn around. He's got my brother under one one wing, me under the other wing. He turns us around and someone with the Polaroid says, cheese. And this Polaroid, which was purchased by my mother, was blown up, framed, and put on the wall of her house. And every time I come to visit the house and I look at this picture begrudgingly and I see my brother's face and my face pale white at the edge of death, yet happy to be on land, carrying barf bags in total turmoil, only being cradled under the arms of a man in a costume. It serves as a lesson for me for a, for a few things. One, don't ever go on a cruise ever. It's just not worth it. Two, If you're forced to go on a cruise, make sure you bring Dramamine or wear those patches because it's going to save you some trouble. And three, 
don't ever go on the ocean in any form, in any way after a hurricane. Because the only person or deity that seems that it can survive a hurricane is a Mayan god. I hope you enjoyed the episode. A lot of people have been coming up to Aaron and I at parties, sending emails and calling to tell us how much they love the podcast and ask when the next episode's coming out. A great way to stay connected is to visit the website, 7minutestoriespod.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, let more people know what you think about Aaron and his storytelling by rating and leaving a review. Lastly, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share your favorite episode with friends on social media. Thanks again for listening.